It's the 21st of June, 2023, um, and it's the midsummer solstice. And I'm in central London, on my way to a wonderful place in Museum Street called the Atlantis Bookstore to meet the owners and to hopefully persuade them to talk to me about, well, magical stuff. Let's see how I get on. My name is Ursula Benjamin and I am in a basement at the moment in central London. Uh, this is quite an unusual place. Every time I come here from Tottenham Cold Road Station and all of the chaos therein, I get lost. <laughs> and I genuinely believe there's a reason for it because this is a place that you have to work hard to find. <laughs> and there are two people here with me who are laughing and they're quite wonderful and you're going to be hearing a lot from them in future. And I'm going to introduce you to both of them. First of all, Barley. Hello, Ursula. <laughs> I don't know who that was. <laughs> and Geraldine. Hello, Ursula. Who, for uh, her sins, is her mother and many, <laughs> many other things. So I'm just going to ask you, each of you, as briefly as possible, to describe where we are and, um, and what this place is. Right. Geraldine. Well, we love you, Ursula, for many reasons. <laughs> Not least being that it's a straight road from Tottenham Court Road to Museum Street. Yeah, where not we are for me. <laughs> we're, we're in the basement of the Atlantis Bookshop in Museum Street, which is a business that is 101 years old this year. And we sell and are deeply involved with all things Western magical, basically. And the shop calls itself the, the history of living history of magic. Is that correct? Yeah, this is the birthplace of modern-day witchcraft as we know it. Gerald Gardner, the man we hold responsible for it, started and worked with his coven here in this very room before witchcraft Ooh. was even legal. Oh, this is fascinating. And he was friends with my grandfather, and I'm third generation behind the till, and like I sat on my grandmother's knee as a little girl, my daughter now sits on her grandmother's knee behind the till. And so we are a family business, and we truly are a living history. That's right? really interesting. Yeah. So somebody who comes in here, they will they'll meet somebody who can answer their questions they'll meet somebody who will welcome them Is yeah it's... we open the door every day and welcome whoever comes through and no two days are ever the same and uh, yeah we love what we do and it's always fun and yeah so it's, so it's not just about books no 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 people are equally as important as the books because people write books, people read books, people practice what is in the books that we sell. Mm -hmm. And so that interconnectedness is really quite vital. And Barley and I always say that we've never sold a book. We have made books available for people to buy. That's really Because we don't recommend things to people. We can suggest within a range for people but we don't say you've got to have this one it's absolutely fabulous yeah we can we guide people but yeah. we actually talk to them and see what they need and then mm. we make a few suggestions and it's mm. up to them to decide for which me one that's that's a really interesting point because i adore books full stop um for my sins i am occasionally a writer <laughs> and i think when you go into a place where the people who are there love books too mm. it's a completely different conversation mm. you walk away not just with a book this is why i love going into a physical bookshop to buy yeah because mm. it's the smell and the feel and the, and the whole kind of sense of 
A book, to me, books whisper. They whisper yeah. to me until I open them. And a book is dead unless read. Yes. Yeah. And yes. that's what I really get a sense of here. Yeah. That there is such a, a range in terms of not just new books, not just old books, but books where you can see a kind of progression where somebody wrote something, the seminal text, mm. and then somebody updated yeah. it. Yeah. And having that knowledge to recognise that the person who walks through the door may have some knowledge, may have no knowledge. I yeah. mean, I, I happen to know that you have people who come from all over the world. We do indeed. At, at, at one stage, we even had people literally at North and South Poles that oh, we were sending books to. They were both at research centres and they came in to stock up for their time over at whichever pole it was they were at. Do you yeah. think uh, Do you think being somewhere that's so, got such sensory deprivation means they were more interested in the subject matter? Or <laughs> yeah. they, were already, they were already interested, but you know, they, they, it got them through those long, long times that's together. Really but it was funny that... And they've both faded away now. They've obviously gone on to other things, but it was amusing to us to have yeah. customers literally... I think that's an off. interesting point as well. People come to a bookshop like this... Sometimes for a period of time, mm. uh, th- and then they fade out again. Mm. You know, they have a particular need yep. or a p- particular yeah. way of expressing themselves at that point, and they want the language and they want a community, mm. and then mm. they'll take what they need from it and they go away. Exactly, it tickles their brain for a while, yeah. and then they move on to, you know, I don't know, car mechanics or whatever. <laughs> the, the next phase, I don't know. Yeah, yeah but they do. But, but that's fine. But we often find then that people come in and say... I, when they're in their 40s. I came here when I was a teenager and I found a book that was so important to me at the time. That's really and, lovely. And, you know, so I was just making sure you were still here. You're one of my touchstones yeah. in my life. That's really interesting. And that's really very, very lovely. We have people who come to London once every 10 years. Thank God you're still here. You, you They're know, happy to come in and say mm. hello. Yeah. And- yeah, you know, just sort of soak it up for a while. But yeah. to be to be um, a one-off bookseller in the middle of central London must have got really difficult during COVID. Or, or it was. was. It was. I mean, we're so old school. We don't have a, you know an up-to-date website or anything like that. And so we packed up the shop. You know, locked the door the day we had to do it. Moved everything to home, and I diverted the phones and. I ran it from the kitchen table. That's how we kept going through COVID. Yeah. And, you know, we are very grateful to our customers, new and old, from all over the world who checked in with us, sent old-fashioned letters, you know, as well as emails, the the phone calls, the orders. We became everybody's local Amazon, which was lovely. One of our customers asked for something on some weird like Italian Renaissance something or the other could I source that for him and could I get him a Haynes plumbing manual please <laughs> that's like because <laughs> he actually, couldn't get a plumber because he couldn't get a plumber <laughs> yeah. you know and so that's what we did as, as somebody who sleeps with a magic manual on one side of my bed and screw fix direct catalogue on the other <laughs> yeah. I you absolutely understand, understand yeah. the balance yeah. that is yeah. required between yeah. these two sides yeah. of my bed. <laughs> but what it also gave us the time to do was I did the um, second-hand book lists. And when I, you stopped eating chocolate and staying up till three in the morning watching Bambi. Oh, yeah, I spent the first part of the first lockdown just loafing around on the couch going to bed at four in the morning. It was brilliant. I really, <laughs> I, I really lived my teenage years. You, you had your I can't go out, I'll die. Um, <coughs> Meanwhile, I was at home running the shop with a baby on my hip, literally. Yeah. 
and you know diverting parcels, doing mail order. You were yeah, charging the bill, your role yeah. and you fulfilled it well. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then she used language that my mother le- I never heard my mother say, uh, <laughs> and she directed it at me. And basically, it was please will you get off the couch and get a grip and start coming back to work. So I did secondhand books lists, uh-huh. and I was able to be opinionated about them oh, with the contents, which was nice. And but also I did newsletters to show people that. We weren't just in it for the money. We were all in it for the, in the same boat. Yeah. And loneliness was the thing. We're both very much people people. And we missed our people. It's that connection. We missed it? our customers. And also, we knew that they needed us now, then more than ever. Because we are great huggers. We are great criers. Mm. We share the emotion with people, mm. and we weren't able to reach them. So, so it, it was a hub. I mean, yeah. it always has oh, yeah. been, but you kept yeah. that going during yeah. the period. So I wrote silly newsletters like the day the cats brought a mouse in and things like that. And it became a lesson in astral project, uh, psychic self-defence. Sorry, yes. Yeah, so there was always a magical twist. I, to I, it. I, I, my face <laughs> tells this, but I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, do you know, have you ever had a book appear in your house and you don't know where it came from? Yes. Yes. Because I've just had one appear on... Of all things, telekinesis. And it was published by the psychics, British Psychic Society in High Hoban. But it was the perfect book to tell It was telek- perfect to, 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 to appear. It was like 1929. Oh, that was early for out, that. And it's all falling apart. And there's oh. got plates inside it. I'm thinking, this is interesting. I, I don't remember buying that. I have no idea where it came from. That's no. wonderful. There, there's a message in there somewhere. There is, there is, yeah, there is. Yeah. And also, and when things come from the other realms... Because it's quite hard to change the physical state of things, mm. often they are damaged. If you get an apple, as the mediums call it, when mm-hmm. flowers or whatever appear, mm. you know... A, 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 Pastry brushes in your cage, yeah. Victorian jelly moulds in mine. Yeah. Do you know they make great lampshades? <laughs> They're oh. really... Oh, they make... Oh, drill a hole in it. Screw fix direct. Drill <laughs> a hole in it. Lovely. Put a nice big... Oh. Um, what they call them, like industrial... Yes. Yeah, yeah, for the day. just a little one. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't matter. They're yeah. really funky like that. There you go. That's anyway, a good idea. That's a complete... Do you know, I think we really should talk about what this podcast is about. <laughs> all it's about done, all of this. All we've done is written. <laughs> you um, said you wanted it like a round table discussion. It, yeah. and, you know, this is our life. Yeah, this, this is what is life. <laughs> can, we, can we start with day one? What are we here? What are we here to tell people? At we're home? here to do what you tell us to do, Ursula. Oh, you this know is, that we're, <laughs> meek and, we're meek and compliant. This is, this is complete nonsense, and I love the fact that you say it. Just for those who are listening, I, I wrote a book some years ago, and I put Geraldine as a bookseller, and I transported yes. her into the Victorian. <coughs> I and, I, and I have to say. She just fitted. I was so there. comfortable there. She was so comfortable and she was so bossy. Yes. So I don't really know how I'm getting away with what I'm getting away with now, but there we go. Maybe I won't be appearing in the next episode. And you know why. So anyway, what we're trying to do is a little podcast that allows people who are interested in the whole realm of magic to explore what it means to experience a year Mm -hmm. and to understand what all that's about and to talk about some of the characters from history and to talk about some of the books that are here and the whole thing that makes life magical and what it's about to be part of a magical community and the whole idea of inclusivity and the ability to, to dip in or out and enjoy it in a place that feels safe 
for you. And that, yeah. for me, has always been the most important aspect, to have a, a safe space. And what we're hoping to do is to open up a discourse where you can have go online, talk to each other, share ideas about books, and we want you to drive what we talk about. So we'd be really happy to get emails from you, oh, yeah. phone calls. You know, if you send a psychic message, we may not receive it. It may get a bit garbled. So, <laughs> but we would prefer something that we can read. Yeah. Um, but other than that, we're throwing the doors open to you to say what we talk about in this space. And we want to share history. We want to share experiences. We want to share knowledge. And on the way, hopefully, have a hell of a lot. Yes, us. indeed. Yes. Indeed. So... And it is nice, this one, because we don't want the, you, the audience, to be passive. We, we want this to be as much of a dialogue as possible. Mm, and that's really so important. That, 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 that is really why we're, we're keen to be doing this. And I think that's the, that's the joy of books. You know, every time people have talked to me about some of the books I've written, they'll say, oh, I love it when you did that bit. And mm. you think, I didn't do that bit. Mm. That bit isn't in my book. Oh. I don't know whose book it's in, but that's how you chose to interpret it, mm. and that's fine. Mm. So for me, everybody who reads a book reads their own version. Oh, of yes. It. Yeah. And, yes. And the same thing with this podcast. We want you to kind of put in here what you'd like to appear. Mm. You know, there's one rule, do no harm. Exactly. You know, be good to everybody, be good to yourself, but this is where we'd like to start the dialogue. Yeah. So, um, yes, unless uh, either of you two have something to say, I think we can... Um, well, draw a line on it then. What would you like to add, Geraldine? I would just like to say the, the classic thing of, you know, just be kind to yourself and then you'll oh. find you can be kind to others. Yeah. But try, if you're a bit miserable, being kind to someone and then you will find that you feel better. Oh, gosh, I think that's kind of a, a, a daily rule for me. Mm. Yeah. And I think there's an interesting thing is that it's so easy to be nice to the people who are kind to you. And it's not always nice to be kind to the people no. who are perhaps let's say less than kind to you mm. but you do something like that giving a bit of generosity of spirit you feel so good about yourself yeah. I always think yeah. you get more out of that experience yeah. than anybody else does yeah no I think I echo all of that so yeah be part of the fun of it and come and join us yes <laughs> are you going to bring your daughter along to join you yeah uh, maybe. <laughs> Who knows what will come out if that happens? She's only four. But, but, she the pearls of wisdom. You never pearls know of wisdom. She... Yeah, you never know. Yeah. You never know. It could, it could be completely distracting. It could be completely wonderful. Yeah, yeah. There we yeah. Go. She'll be dressed as a princess if she thinks there's something important to do. Oh, she, she has to dress yeah. as so a princess. Yeah. Yeah. We, we might all have, have to wear tiaras. I, yeah. I, I think tiaras should be the rule. <laughs> In fact, Are they I, could happen to have one. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> listeners, we look forward to joining, or you to joining <laughs> us next time. Yes. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs>